This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hey, Broads. We're back. We are back in action. Less than 24 hours. <laughs> Bada boom. That's that we did bachelor life. changes. We did. You know, listen, if. Again, after after uh, that three hour long episode, it, it just we had to do it. It was just I'm glad too we did. Much. We would be rushing through things. We want to take our time. I know. I want to take really my time. savor the moments. Yeah, you know what? Like this is the new year. We want to step into it. Really, really caring about each and every one of these contestants. This is that's what this is about. This is about caring and compassion, exactly. so that everyone gets their their time in the spotlight covered. <laughs> we want everyone to be seen. We want everyone to feel loved. You know, I had, this moment, <laughs> I had this moment watching the episode where I was like, fuck yeah. And then I was like, you know what it was? It was <laughs> it was during Madison's date when they had the 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 live music. And I was like, wait, uh-huh. we're about to embark on another nine months of this fucking shit. Yes, we are. I can't wait. And the way that we um have analyzed, you know, starting in Colton season, I'm starting to realize that this is like. You know how Disney and other things just recycle like Shakespeare story, like the same kind of story, mm-hmm. basic plots that have been going on since the beginning of time. Yes. The Bachelor is no exception. And I'm oh. realizing I'm becoming very aware of yes. these recycled T- Bachelor plots. It is all of history and literature. It's all really the same thing over and over and it over is. again. It is. We definitely need to have Pete Rollins come back. If you haven't listened to our Pete Rollins episode, it was like our holiday like, episode. Yeah. And we need to have him come back and analyze a Bachelor episode. Remember I said I want to have him in like the top three top or four. Or whatever, and, and have, have him predict who is going to win. Yeah, we can make that a really fun bonus episode and get him to watch. That some would of be it. really fun and talk about like the intricacies, like philosophically, like why we're doing the things we do when we're watching it or why they're doing it. Speaking of that, I wonder if there, any of our broads are like behavior analysts or anything like that. Ooh, or, like yeah. you know how there's those. I don't. I don't know what their job is, but those people that can analyze people's body language. If you are or no one, please, please ask the broads way, at gmail.com because I would love ask to the broads do that. at gmail.com because we need to get someone on to analyze like that. I think that'd be really interesting. That'd be so much fun. Be like, is she actually into him? Is yes. Actually, I, you know what? I didn't feel this way about Colton season or Ari season or any of the past few seasons, but I feel like most of these girls are into Peter. I know. I know. And I think beforehand we were doing this whole thing of like, well, now that Instagram's taking over and like they're getting millions and millions of followers, (laughs) it's like, well, okay, we're going to have this situation where everyone's going to be here for the wrong reasons. And yet I know we're just one episode in, but it feels really genuine. I do think Peter would be such an excellent partner. I I really have to say that he's very sensitive. He's very romantic. Mm -hmm. And, like and, we said, but he pays attention. Like he, he really yes, seems we see to pay that. attention to each woman. We see that and this episode. I'd really like that about him because mm-hmm. he is very. He's a he's a, he's a good person. I think. Yeah, and I think I really do think that he's going to be a really good bachelor for this season because. 
I think he's the perfect combination of kind and caring to help diffuse the drama, but he also leans in to it a little bit. He, I noticed, especially in the second half of this episode, he dropped a couple comments that I was like, Peter, did you do that on purpose to spark a little bit of drama amongst the women? I can't Oh, quite are you tell. talking about with Kelly? Like with Kelly, that, that, that was just a, slipped out? I think out. that was oblivious. We'll get to that. But yeah. I think that was total stupid guy obliviousness. I felt like... Yeah, it was either that or intentional. Also, I'm thinking about when Victoria's being spun around like crazy and he was like, I didn't mean to do it. And it was he was clearly spinning her the oh, fastest yes. out of everybody. I'm like, you're traumatizing okay, the, the poor girl. I was like, why does she no. seem to be spinning much faster no, than the others? No, he was going, the other ones were kind of like slowly doing it. And Victoria was like in a... <laughs> in a it's tizzy like a tornado he's trying to manufacture like a traumatic connection between them you know? truly he's truly like, is now she'll have to lean on me he was just like i remember that nick and vanessa fell in love and she puked on their first date so maybe oh if victoria pukes like it'll be the the love Good memory by the way why um, did she puke they were doing like a sky like a skydiving type thing or the, uh you know that fake skydiving oh, stuff yeah. was it real or fake i don't remember with the with the air yeah i think that's what was happening maybe it was real i don't quite remember but um she then threw up and nick was like very kind and like holding her hair and then kissing her after yeah, she threw up that's so gross yeah i'm not into that i'm not into that either but i i, I do say that i would appreciate if I was on a date and a guy leaned in to kiss me, even after I threw up, cause I'd be so, I'd feel so embarrassed that like yeah. him just being like, I don't care. And kissing me would really mean a lot. I think I would be nervous because I would think that my breath would smell like puke and then it would make sure. things actually worse, you know? So I'm <laughs> like, just please true. don't. <laughs> we can do this at a later time. Stay with, I really I, appreciate I know we're going to have an evening portion of this date, so maybe yeah. just hold off until then. Like, like a little <laughs> Listerine action. Yeah. I'd be like, you don't have to do this. Have you ever thrown up on a date? Um, yeah, but not like when I was... Um, early on with someone no oh. no it was like, like you and Evan are married <laughs> sometimes i throw up in front of him and it's so embarrassing i do hate throwing up in front of people though it makes me uncomfortable whenever i've done it i had a friend who had a boyfriend of like three years and she still wouldn't even change in front of him really like i know you guys don't pee or poop mm. in front of each other no but it was weird the way like it's no, not, i mean like weird. i mean like sad like in the way of is it was it like a, no she was like this was why no 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 like is this no she thought she and she was very very hot and she was doing it like we have to preserve some sort of mystery in like the relationship and like oh basically she was like i'm naked only like when we're having sex so that it keeps things interesting for him oh that seems like a lot of fucking work <laughs> know, right? oh my god i'm and exhausted they, they just thinking together. about it oh no <laughs> That's absolutely so, I, not. I understand what vibe you were getting where i was coming from was very different where oh, she was like no i want to keep him like wanting to oh, see me naked no that's so much work yeah and no she I'm, actually uh, wore pajamas to bed which is like so weird to me really do you not wear no you don't you wear pajamas to bed oh i dress like a like i'm going into like the deep arctic when i go to bed it makes <laughs> evan so upset and Wait, i don't are care you serious yeah i wear like five layers and i wear a hoodie Okay, now I think you're a psychopath. I wear a full hoodie, socks. Just, you wear, no, a hoodie? Mm -hmm. That's the quickest way to get strangled in your sleep. I take you that You wake risk. up and oh, it's all wrapped up. I, there's nothing I hate more than falling asleep with a hoodie. Are you Sleeping serious? is not for sexy time for me. <laughs> you, why? You get really cold? I'm so cold always. I just yeah. throw an extra blanket on my side. I do the extra blankets, but I move a lot, so they get flown off, and at least I have my... Oh, no, I'm... I'm. Oh, it's... it's. 
Evan gets frustrated I'm often. I'm so befuddled. He I, says that there's always 15 layers between me and him in bed because I'm wrapped <laughs> in like four blankets and like three layers. And it's just like, does mm-hmm. Evan sleep naked? Oh, yeah. I think most men. Do. I was yeah. going to say, I, I feel like the, the thing I'm confused about is that uh, I, every partner I've been with has slept naked and, and so have I. Mm-hmm. It's not like a sexy thing. Like when I'm alone, I will no. sleep naked. No, it's definitely a, like a he's nude and I have 15 <laughs> layers on. <laughs> we really Anywho, Wow, that was a huge okay, change. Please do not give us one star reviews. We won't go on tangents anymore. We're going to go through this episode, okay? <laughs> Sometimes we're going to talk about ourselves because we're, you know. Because it's, it's our podcast. It's our podcast. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to get into right. it, okay? Yeah. Promise. Yep, 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 yep. No, no deterring, guys. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we start off uh, the second half of this episode first date time first group date of course it's gonna be a flying date of course it has to be it has to be um and there's a whole big group of them i didn't even like note who was all on it because it was just too many at this point i also don't did you catch this um with the second group date were there any women who didn't get on the group date yes okay i thought so but they have the they didn't really oh you did Mm mm-hmm did they highlight them not going not, on the date? Uh, a little bit, but not really. Okay. Not really. You kind of just saw their sad faces, but they didn't have like moments where they were like, oh my gosh, I'm so depressed that I'm not going on yes. this date. Um, Probably because this was all lumped into one episode. You know, normally they have exactly. little interviews with people like being like, I don't exactly. know why. You they don't have date. to extend the drama with this. Yeah. They're pushing it all together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they have, Pete has these, uh, these uh, two tough broads come out to whip these women into shape. Yeah. These are some badass chicks, by the way. <laughs> Definitely, one of them are. was the first female Blue Angels pilot. No way! Yeah, it's so How badass. That? Yeah, damn, I know. And I was like, he was like two good friends of his, and I was like, I, if I was one of the girls on the date, I'd be like, check, because I like the idea of my partner hanging out with some like cool women. They're his friends. Or- he said these like good friends of mine. I think. That's got to be like just a thing. I just hope that if they're I, actually I just, his friends. That'd be cool. I just picture Pete going out with them for drinks afterwards and they're like <laughs> flight that. gear, you know? <laughs> Love um, that. So, okay. The first part of this day. Where they take them to do like a math quiz thing? I was, I was sweating just the idea mm-hmm. of this because I'm so bad at math. And I was like, I love this challenge. Are you good at math? I actually am really good at math. Okay. I, I, I would be honestly. It's, it's kind of interesting because I'm like a liberal arts person, but I'm like very math makes a lot of sense to me. I n- know nothing of math. I remember <laughs> nothing of math. And I was impressed by the fact that they all got the first answer correct. <laughs> I literally would have been like, I don't. I 500 been, miles an hour. I still remember the math problem for some reason. It was like if, if you're 30,000 if you have to travel 30,000 miles and you can go 500 miles an hour, how many hours is it going to take? I don't remember division. (laughs) I don't know. I just would have drawn like a cute plane. I don't know. Um, but then did you notice miles, not 30,000 miles? What? Oh yeah. The 30,000 mile one then was the second one that everyone got wrong because it was how many, that was so stupid. If you're a mile, you guys don't know how much a mile is. I did know that one. Yeah. I actually didn't know that, but that didn't involve math. Did you know it was 5,280? I did. I just know it was 5,000 something. So I was like 6,000. That's pretty close. Like if you're 6,000 feet, you're a mile. I I did remember the specific number, but that was just random because I can memorize things, but I can't, you know, mm. actually do math. Um, but of course, Hannah Ann got it correct. And did you notice that he was sitting next to yeah, her? So I was like, did he feed her that? I know. Mm-hmm. I thought so. That chemistry was intense from the get go. But the math and the gyroscope and all that didn't have any bearing on the later competition. So who the fuck cares? I know. Was that just used to humiliate women? I think so. You know, I feel like they're like, women, they don't know how to do math. We should boycott. Exactly. Silly ladies. <laughs> 
like, silly ladies don't belong like, in a desk. ABC is just desk. like, these women don't understand math. <laughs> They're women. Didn't they do a similar oh thing? God. I think I saw Becca Tilly posting about it today. Didn't they do a similar thing with Ben season where they had to do like geography or something? It oh, is kind yeah. of funny to see grown people like struggling with like basic fifth grade shit. That's true. If it would have been a spelling bee, I would have excelled. Me too. (laughs) But spelling queens. (laughs) Um, But also, then they talk about all this nasty flight talk, which, by the way, I had no idea. Like, was that real? What was she saying? She was like, there there were some specific words that were used. There's no way this is related. I mean, I know cockpit. That's fine. But like, other than that, I had no idea. Suck. (laughs) She was like, suck. Fuck. Like. She's like, did you, on his dick? did you know, did you know, do? did you know <laughs> that when the wings go out of the plane that they call that 69 fucking? And you're like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know. When a plane reaches a mile high, we call that a full erection. <laughs> That's just plane talk. Like what the? Did you know, <laughs> did you know that when the oxygen masks come down, they call that anal sex? <laughs> flight lingo <laughs> I think so you guys are just starting funny. to make this up now um when a new crew comes on we call that a gangbang <laughs> oh man that was funny i wanted more of that action first class is just called full orgy <laughs> love that um but oh okay so this is when it it becomes the the spinning the gyroscope yeah i would I would freak the fuck out. Okay, so this is not something that you could that you would be down with. I don't get motion sickness really. Okay, but I would still be like, I never. You know that ride at the uh, at the fair or wherever where you it go, spins really fast and you uh-huh. get stuck to the side. Yeah, I was always terrified to go on that because I just thought it was going to be miserable and dizzy. Well, and then also if you puke in those things, it will hit someone. So no, Which someone I don't next think to I you really or... would. It just never sounded fun to no, me. No, it's just like I'm getting sick midair. Yeah, how's that fun? No, it doesn't sound so that's fun. What, that's how I felt about the gyroscope seeing it. I'm like, this just doesn't look fun. Yeah, no, I'm definitely like I'm gonna have a migraine later in the day. I uh, I definitely like I would do it and everything, but I I would kind of be a little bit like this feels I don't know. I was I was done because Tammy goes, I love thrill, but my husband shouldn't want me to puke for him <laughs> like I know, I love that. girl facts 100 percent. well we've got a new annalise in the in the uh, uh that's what i wrote down too we got a new annalise who's With having teacup trauma the, yeah the teacup trauma moment um you know you know when like new movies come out and people are like well you've got to see the classic that this that this movie references mm-hmm. that's how i feel about this season yes 100 <laughs> so percent. we're having like, a well, lot you gotta of watch ari's season the original yeah this- you have to you have to see like the, uh, literally you're right there's so many callbacks in this and there's a lot of characters that are kind of reminding me of other people I, i'm realizing there's like bachelor tropes in terms they of really like are. Who, who these different characters they really are. are well she says <clears throat> this is when she says i've never thrown up in front of a boy before which by the way we didn't talk about this yesterday but i believe in the first half of the episode when they were sitting together and having their little one-on-one time like, i've never talked to a boy before no it was literally like i think she said i've never no one's ever given me flowers before no guy's ever given me flowers before like am i supposed to feel bad for you it was just a lot of i'm just like hearing this i was like damn dude like these are yeah my heart if that's true like that sucks she's laying it on kind of thick it feels a little dramatic (laughs) 
but it's also it also could be one of those friends of yours that like always gets into shit relationships and you're mm. like no you're treated poorly you're not treating like you're not taking care of yourself and yes. that, you know like through all this and you're seeing a, a girl who maybe just maybe hasn't had a good picker or has been in unfortunate situations yeah. Yeah, so yeah. um but yeah he goes way harder on her way I harder on her teacup throwback and then she gets in it yeah yeah she was that girl was really spinning upside no that looks miserable she was going real fast it upside looked down terrible and then they're flashing to all the other girls and all the other girls are like oh shit <laughs> oh my god they were literally trying to make her throw up yes no they completely were and then she poor thing has to run to the bathroom yeah and also i'd be pissed if peter was knocking on the door bugging me after i threw up yeah, I know. I'd be like, like, please, just leave me alone. I've been here puking. You know that feeling when you're puking and it's like that clammy feeling and you're just, I, I start, like I'm dripping wet when I have that I'm nausea cr- feeling. I'm yeah, you're crying because puking always makes you cry. It's horrible. No, God, please. One time I puked so hard I peed my pants. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Well, that's horrible. It was in the middle of the night and I had a full bladder and I just, threw, I peed on the floor. And my mom came in. I was like 16. And I was like, I peed on the floor. Oh my God. That's horrible. Well, luckily Victoria didn't also pee. I could have seen that happening midair. God, after having a baby, I might have pissed myself doing that thing. Oh shit. My bladder control is not as good as it used to be. Um, Then of course we have the Top Gun montage with all the women. I was dying when the two two, uh, pilots were like, why are there uniforms way cuter than ours by the way this is the last fucking time i'm gonna bring up ari's fucking season i know everyone's getting annoyed of it at this point but we did the same thing walking out in race car suits on the very first oh, yeah. date to the demolition oh, yeah. derby and it was like the same slow motion in the race car right? suit because we had the race car driver yes. and now we have the pilot yes <laughs> our date was way sicker than theirs though oh your guys's that was a sick that was such a dope date right yeah yeah the demo fucking demolition derby i was like nowhere they let us buy in real cars so i'm like all right these girls are about to fly planes and then they just have a dumb option i know i was con- i was convinced that they were they gonna fly to planes cooler than that i know i wish they had even been on a real plane where they had to like go through the plane and do some sort of like <laughs> there's a bomb on this plane you <laughs> oh have to God. <laughs> it's a full snakes <laughs> on a plane oh wait no snakes it's on a like speed with snakes. it's like speed and they're like yes, you yes, have yes, to yes. you have to figure out the correct wires no don't cut the blue one don't cut the Although this this obstacle course is pretty funny with the wind tunnel. Oh, the wind tunnel? Are you kidding me? I was just <laughs> screaming. Also, poor poor Victoria. They're like, we're going to throw you back on another motion sickness thing and like oh. make her spin around in the chair. Oh, yeah. It's like she just finished puking and they're going to throw her back on again. What did, when they went down the slide, what was that yellow stuff on I w- did question marks too because I didn't take note of what they said it was. They didn't, I don't think they did said it. Did they not it. cover they it? They just, just said, like, go up the, surprise. Like they said, slide down the escape slide. Yeah. And they didn't say there was stuff on the other end. And they're like, oh, by the way, you're going to be covered in grease so like, that you can't <laughs> get down. And I'm like, was there Surprise! pads? Was there pads under the wind tunnel plastic thing? Um, they were falling 
hard. Yeah, no, I don't think there were. I think it was just like plastic. I'm like, someone could break their wrist, like for real. They were really going down. Well, and hard. the thing is, that all these girls are so small, anyways, that like one one extra little, and they're, they're just about to gone. get blown down the runway. Are they at least going to give these women parachutes, something so they can take that off and land somewhere? Crazy. That was I know I was I was laughing really really hard watching it, and Tammy then started talking about she's like my lashes are all over the place and I was like a girlfriend god knows my lashes would have been the first thing the second I see that wind tunnel I immediately went oh my god my false lashes also like all of my the hair on my head thank you alopecia I'd be completely bald afterwards I was like I'm not doing this wind tunnel I refuse okay um but then of course we're getting down to the top few women. My of, girl, Tammy. She's of course, killing it. Tammy is killing it. We have Cheyenne, Tammy and Kelly who are still in. They're putting on their little like pilot uniforms and poor Cheyenne, by the way, is buttoning <sighs> up every button, like just really being meticulous about her outfit. I know. I know. I know. It was like painful. And then, but okay. I have to, I have to represent Tammy on this one because same. I don't I, fuck with a cheater. I don't fuck with a cheater either. And honestly, like where, why, why was no one stepping in and being like, no, Tammy won. I don't, I don't understand. Know. Who was the referee in this? They, they said you referee. have to go around the cones and Kelly, where were, where were our girls? Where were the pilot girls? Yes. The why were they not? Why were they not like, not like, like putting, I mean, because of the drama, it had to have been. But I'm just like, that Kelly went straight through. And Kelly was like, I didn't know they'd take it so seriously or whatever. And I was like, and I was just like, do you mean the, <laughs> you mean the obstacle course? Play the game. Do, the, do it correctly. Like you, you're, this is a competition. Uh, someone also, who is competitive, I would be like, I'm not going to risk <laughs> losing by going. No, a, of I'm going not. to go around every cone. Of course not. I, I don't know. Now, if I was in the situation, I don't know if in the moment, I would have stuck up and been like, if I would have been Tammy, if I would have stuck up and said like, um, you know what? She really like she won. In she that, cheated. In that moment there, I would have for sure said something okay. later that night. I would not have said something because it's water under the bridge at that point. She got the sunset flight and like whatever. I don't think Kelly was being malicious trying to screw everyone over by no. going on the cones. She was no, just being I a don't think. Cheater. Yeah, she's been a little cheater there. I would have 100 percent said something. Yes. My thing as I've been watching this episode is I think the lessons that we're learning on this season so far, Hannah Ann constantly interrupting, keep bugging, you'll win. You'll get the first impression, Rose. Kelly, cheaters win. So, so far, you know, Bachelor teaching us like a lot of great life lessons over here. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, by the way, when they were doing the whole, um, when they were doing the obstacle course, all I could imagine when they were going through the bags is that Kiara was waiting to pop out of one of them. Oh That's God, all yeah. I was hoping for. I was like, come on, we need a Kiara appearance to just <laughs> pop out. Um, so yeah. Oh God. I, I, I though I normally I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. Like she went through the, she went straight through, give her a pass. But that was like a pretty blatant, like that would have frustrated yeah, me. Yeah, me too. All right, before we get into uh, Kelly and Peter's date, mm-hmm. let's stop for a moment and chat about something delicious. Breakfast cereal. Girl, 
by the way, this what we're about to talk about is really, 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 really delicious. We're both Jess and I were eating it earlier. We were we were narfing on it before we started. Uh, when I was a kid, I lived for some super sugary cereal. Um, that was one of the best moments, and I used to have a lot. Well, here's the thing: now that I've grown, I've realized how much sugar and weird non actually edible ingredients are in a lot of this, and. I'm not really wanting my already wild kiddo to be eating that stuff all the time, but I also don't want to deprive her of those childhood experiences of that fun, sugary breakfast cereal. But now she can have it all. She can have it all with Magic Spoon Cereal. Magic Spoon is a new cereal company that's discovered a way to recreate your favorite childhood cereals with zero sugar and instead 12 grams of protein. It's keto cereal. Magic Spoon spent over a year working with the best food scientists and chefs in the world to create the taste and texture of classic sugary cereal, but it tastes so incredible, you never guessed it was healthy. Seriously, the one we tried today tastes exactly like freaking Fruit Loops. Oh my God, it's like exactly. so good. It's so good. And it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. I'm back on that regular cereal train again in you know, all, you all know that I'm a sugar monster. I can't stop. And this stuff, it really hits the spot. Uh, Magic Spoon offers four flavors based on the all-time classics, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, plus a variety pack that lets you try them all. I personally like the fruity the best. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, it is the most, I know this sounds so weird to say, but it's the most aesthetically pleasing cereal boxes I have ever seen. They're really cute. Seen. Yes, I was telling Becca earlier, I'm like, I'm I'm genuinely going to cut them up and like frame them in Ember's room because they look like almost little book covers. They're, they're really They're amazing. Cute. They're amazing. Go to grab a variety pack and try it today and be sure use our promo code chatty at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund your money with no questions asked that's magicspoon.com slash chatty and use code chatty for free shipping thank magic spoon for sponsoring the podcast go check them out yes um and you know what sounds actually like a perfect morning to me is eating some of that magic spoon cereal and washing it down with some cbd start my day off delicious and say goodbye to my neck and back pain and anxiety with some cbd yes please and the cbd that i personally use is from feels feels is a better way to feel better because their premium cbd will keep your head clear and help you feel your best cbd has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety pain and sleepiness um i've been getting a lot of migraines recently Mm. with the just in the past couple months and feels works naturally to help you feel better there's no high no hangover or addiction. And all you have to do is place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. I also like that since feels is in a tincture format, you Mm -hmm. can really control your dosage and take as much as you need or as little as you need. Oh, absolutely. And, and like Becca was saying, like if you are unsure and new to CBD and have any sort of questions, you don't have to worry because Feels offers a free CBD hotline and text message support to help guide your personal experience. They are so helpful over there and they're going to answer any question that you may have. Uh, Feels is truly the best. They're a hassle-free membership program that is guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. It's that simple. Feels is shipped direct to your doorstep in only a few days and it's a new natural health better way to feel better feels has us feeling our best every day and it can help you too you just become a member today by going to feels.com slash chatty and you'll get 50 percent off your first order with free shipping now the way it's spelled is f-e-a-l-s dot com so if you go to feels.com slash chatty 
You can become a member and you'll get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash chatty, F-E-A-L-S. Well, speaking of feels and CBD, do you know what I would uh, need some CBD for is going up in a plane with somebody like Kelly did. Like I know Peter. Really? Yeah, I know that Peter's a pilot and he does this like on a mass form, but there's something about those small planes. They're like little prop planes. That I'd be like, there was this part of me that's like, I know that you're supposed to be a pilot, but I kind of thought that that was like your shtick and I don't even, I don't really Can know you, if are you, you are. Are you actually qualified to drive, to fly this thing? Are you actually a pilot? Are we have? is this like one of those bachelor <laughs> resumes that say like that you're like a doctor of science, but like you're trying to get your like bachelor in science. This is like, hilarious I don't because the other night we watched Catch Me If You Can and it kind of makes me think of that. Like is Pete even really, is his family even pilots? Yeah. Or just con artists? <laughs> For real though. And like just sleep with flight attendants. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh, I know that we see like shots of peter in, in in the plane but i know that there's also camera crew in there so maybe there's someone else in there who's also a pilot and yeah. he's not really a pilot and you're yeah, going yeah. up with them um but yeah okay so during this portion this is when yesterday um during the recap we were talking about the peter kelly dynamic yeah i can i can clearly tell that they like each other but i just don't feel like it's gonna last or there's something, or maybe it will, but there's just something to me that's like they don't seem. I, I, I they don't seem compatible to me. Mm-hmm. That's how I is feel that what too. it is. That's what. Well, I don't know. That's I just wouldn't. I would not pair them up. Yeah, there's something that's like they're enjoying each other and they're kind of like giddy around each other. But I'm not like getting crazy sexual chemistry, and I'm not getting like crazy just chemistry in general. Yeah. It feels like more friendly to me, maybe. I don't know. You know, the thing is, though, I could also to that. I could see them being really fantastic partners like in life. And but in this scenario, that is The Bachelor. I don't I I think I got to agree that I don't think she's going to take it all the way because of that. But like in real life, Mm -hmm. I could see Kelly and him like dating for a really long time and maybe getting married. It's a good point. Yeah, it's a good point because, yeah, there's that thing. Like I'm saying, it's weird because it's like they seem like they're into each other, but there's just, yeah, I can't quite put my finger on it. And like you said, maybe it's the thing that they're maybe just not compatible. The cool thing is they both have careers that they are both seem, they both seem unlikely to leave behind. That is true. Which is kind of a neat pairing. Is is that maybe why we feel that way? Maybe. Uh, There's that kind of, that. there's that little piece maybe in the back of our brains going like, will she leave her law firm for him? And he's not going to leave his parents. God knows. So it's kind of like, you have a really intense career. Does Pete want, and I'm not saying this to shade him, does he want someone that has their own career? Or would he prefer someone to be, I I don't know what his mom's role is, would he prefer someone to be in a more traditional wife role? That's all. Yeah, that's definitely a piece too. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Could be. But all. But also, there's something. I I do see them much more as friends. Yeah, I, I do. I, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing them have this like I can't keep my hands off of you thing, yeah. which I think in real life that's totally fine. Totally. I think that that can sometimes be the start of a great relationship. You don't necessarily want to like take the person's clothes off right away by any means. Yeah, I think some of my best relationships, like my most steady relationships, have been maybe not like the hottest thing ever, yeah. but they're like, we're good for each other. Yeah, they're con- they're, There's consistency and health and all that. And yeah, but definitely like you said in this scenario though, like, is that going to Got be like successful? Six weeks. Yeah. You it's going to be a hot flame. 
But but Peter seems smart too. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he won't let his dick guide him. Maybe seems like he's gotten a lot of action in his years. <laughs> so maybe he's like, I've seen I've seen a lot, and right. I know what's really important to yeah, me. Yeah, no, true. you know, because that could like work. Whereas Colton, he's like, <laughs> yeah, little puppy dog. Like that's true. Well, it's I don't true. think is what happened with him and Cassie. No, at I don't all, think so. Really, it seems like they're definitely like doing well and like, but. Maybe with someone who has like a little bit more experience or a little more grounded mm-hmm. in some with something like when it comes to sexual chemistry. I don't know. I, don't I do know. agree with you though. I'm just kind of because then sex isn't everything either. Bit. Like it's like okay, well, someone doesn't have to. Someone cannot have had sex with anyone ever and like be really smart in relationships yeah. and like be able to navigate the situation really well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But he seems just like kind of like a worldly man. I don't mean worldly in the sense of like a of this world like. Like, I mean, like in the sense that he's, he's, he's had life he's experience. He's been around the world. Yes, yes. He's seen, he seems well, like he's got a I feel like I'm on quoting the song. He's been around the world. He's seen a lot of, seen a lot of girls. <laughs> he's feeling it like it's, it's like a, yeah. but he has, you know? Yeah, yeah. I wonder how many women he slept with. Gotta know. I feel like dozens. I don't know. I, I, can, I can't get a read on him. He's like a nice Christian guy, but he also seems like he's from like a really sex positive family. And mm-hmm. he's obviously a very sensual guy. Yeah, I can't get a read on him. I can't. I think he's gotten around. I'm sure. I'm, I hope. That's what I want to believe. All right. So. So after Peter and Kelly's date, then we're having. I mean, they had a full one-on-one. They, they ended up back f- at the hotel they met at. I know. That was pretty wild. The You sneaky producers. You sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Do you guys thought that Kelly was pulling one on over, over on you when she bumped into Peter and told mm-hmm. him that she was going to be on his season? And then here you go, trying to light that, I reignite know. that flame. Um, so here, there's drinks after, uh, after their date, and Tammy is irritated rightly so i would be too yeah, but it's so embarrassing to confront someone which is you know what she ended up doing and i just thought that was so cringy yeah i don't know i felt i felt medium about it really yeah it didn't bother me a ton just because i think it's because i like her and so her like confronting the situation like didn't bother me so that it didn't bother me that much but i just thought it was really dumb i'm like why would you do that yeah it's yeah, so unnecessary i think i think if it would have been a different a different person on the cast it totally. might have bothered me like let's just say like for instance a victoria would have been the one doing it i would have been like but i also or victoria f yeah i gotta keep making that clear I, yeah I, I was just like you look dumb and you yeah. also look really like you look hurt as fuck you're just like I, yeah <laughs> you cheated yes she already got her plane ride you know let it go I think my Libra justice is just like, this is not right. And I have to make it, I have to correct this. Look, I would have thrown a fit though on the, on the yeah. runway. Like we were talking about, I would have been like, no, like I might've actually even cried. Uh, yeah, no, I got to <laughs> I could have, I definitely, well, remember Cheyenne started to cry yeah. and I was like, yeah, I probably, yeah, I, I could see myself doing that for but sure. Cheyenne I don't blame her. seemed broken. Cheyenne just has been crying the whole time so it's far. And I feel sad. like this maybe is just like not the, the environment for her. She's I would sensitive. be like angry and I would just be like, don't yeah. try not to show my tears. Just that stupid. bitch. Okay, so. yeah. But then I would have in, in the hours in between the, the night portion, I would have been like, got my resolve together and be like, well, guess what? Kelly's going to rue the day she crossed me. I'm going to get two hours tonight with Pete. Yeah, interrupt her every time. Yes, yes. Um, I was dying though because they're all everyone's talking shit, and then Kelly walks in, and everyone's like, "Hi, you look so cute." Um, through this whole conversation, uh-huh. I was distracted by Courtney's boobs. Um, they looked amazing. Um, 
And then that's when Kelly reveals that uh, this is the hotel that her and Peter met at. I love that she revealed that to them. She's such a shady bitch. <laughs> she is. See, she's an attorney and she is kind of sleazy in that way. See, like she knew what she was doing when she cheated. She's she's. So that's the thing that I keep trying to remind myself. I'm like, because she comes off kind of like smiley and laughy. I'm like, oh, she doesn't know. But then I'm like, oh, wait, she's she knows what she's super doing. smart. And then when she says in front of the girls, you know, this is the hotel we met at. She knows exactly what moves she's pulling. She's planting the seeds. Uh-huh. The, the seeds, seeds of doubt and insecurity. Oh. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Genius. Okay, so Victoria P and Peter. I, I, you know, I'm so sorry. I just the, when she had those glasses on, I just could not get porn actress out of my head. Really? She, she just she looks so cute. I just felt like she was about to do a scene. I I, I totally see because I was loving the fact that she was rocking. She the looks glasses. really cute. She I wondered if adorable. her contacts blew out with the wind tunnel. Maybe whatever happened. I just love the fact that she is on her very first date with peter and she's rocking her glasses i was like yes i don't feel like we ever have really seen this i was oh. super into it and she looked so cute she looked really cute but yes now that you're saying that i can picture definitely like sexy music happening behind her and they looked like they were like in a like in like a, a library On at the four set, seasons right? or something yeah. yeah it was super just like um okay so here's another moment though where she says that she's touched when Peter came to check on her to see if she was okay, because she's never had anyone do that. Yeah. This is another moment where I'm going like, oh my God, how has no one ever checked on you? And then she's talking about the fact of the fact that she was, has is a nurse. And I think it's starting to maybe click a little bit for me. And again, I don't know if this is a crystal situation where we're going to have it become a little bit of like a, like a villain thing, Mm -hmm. but that then started to make sense to me because I'm like, okay, if she's the one who's had to literally take care of her mom and her sister her entire life and her job is literally taking care of other people, maybe she's just like literally never had time for a relationship. And yeah. so there's a lot of firsts. And then I thought, is Victoria the virgin? And that's when I started to think, Interesting. is she that, is she that going to be that uh, character? That in makes the, sense. I don't know. because I think you could 100% be right. Cause it's, you think she'll make it that far? I that think to be so. Like a thing. I think so. Also, that thing that was said in the in the teaser, like of why would she wait this long to tell him? Why would you tell someone like that? What? Yeah, are you kidding me? I wouldn't tell someone right up until like basically before I slept with them. Also, why does that matter? Like what? Like and, and her- uh, oh, sorry, she didn't make it her shtick like anyone else. That's who's what I'm been saying. Like I like when when yeah when Victoria F was made like that very intense comment about yeah. How could she have waited this long? It's like, but is is sex? I, I don't know. That yeah, that, so that rubbed me the wrong. Well, maybe she doesn't want to talk about it. But I mean, maybe it's something that is important to her, and that she doesn't want to. Maybe her sex life is private, and she doesn't want it to be her defining like under her career bio. Where also, it says, is it Victoria P. Virgin? Also, maybe she is it necessary to tell a potential partner that you're a virgin? No, not. I, no. I would say you tell them before sleeping with them, but I that's think, about it. I think that it's probably one of those things that it would maybe be something that would be good to communicate with someone before sleeping with them for your your own being and f- like just to communicate with them but i also is it like i don't think that it's someone's obligation to say to know whether or not it's your first time no that's 100 percent true actually and like having it be like this big conversation sort of uh validates this this 
misconception that like virginity is this physical thing that you can right. lose right. or like give away when it's just your fucking first time having sex. Right. And if you want to make that something special, go for it. And if you don't want to talk about it, that's your prerogative. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like, yeah. hey, I think it'd be like it's a I think it's a good idea to to have a conversation with a partner just again to to take care of yourself. But if you make the decision that you don't want to tell somebody like Yeah, maybe maybe I don't want to tell someone this is my 17th Per, you're the 17th exactly. person I slept with. Exactly. Why should she have to tell someone he's the first person she slept with? Right. Doesn't make any sense. I'm with you. Um, but in this little Victoria P and Peter situation, I have to say when I like how she, we've already like she is a virgin. I like how we've made that up. Now. <laughs> we've made this Victoria decision. P is the virgin. Great. <laughs> but when she, after she said that she, that it was touching to her because no one's ever asked her um, if she was like, okay. in that way that he right away said, hold on Rico suave over here. I literally, I'm like, am I bawling right now? Because this is a perfect example of the fact that he listens. He listened to her last night and he, put together the fact that she said no one's ever given me flowers and then he she said no one's ever checked on me and he connected those and two and ran like out produced or anything no he literally was like wait it was That's so what I'm sweet he's, sen- he's really sensitive and considerate and actually like you were saying earlier when he forgot what victoria f said in her intro and he uh, said could you remind me what that what what an honest guy what an honest guy He's really winning me over big time. I mean, I, I always liked him. Yeah, I, I always liked him. Yeah, we ever had problems No, we him. always liked Pete, but I was definitely asking, like, I don't want him to be Boring. the bachelor. And now I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he's going to make a great husband he's a for wonder, someone. He's going to be a wonderful husband. Um, but no, when he was, he's pulling those off. <laughs> the like, flowers so look really fake when he handed them to her. Did you notice that? It they did. had these plastic rustling like I was thing. just like, the Four Seasons is going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's going around off. uprooting the landscaping. Do you know how expensive that is, Rude. sir? Um all right during this uh piece go back to the house correct they go back to the mansion and of course who gets the first date madison i have no surprise there to me and there's already numerous girls melting down about not getting the first they're like I, i think it was maybe um uh savannah was just like i need time with him and i was like okay this we're 24 hours in we're all gonna be okay like like i said last year with colton season this is the time where you're so i can't i can't emphasize it enough you're so fucking sleep deprived mm, these mm. girls like i said stayed up until 1 p.m uh, at the the <laughs> night of the rose ceremony they the, ate the lunch before night. they went to bed <laughs> oh my god and then after that basically the next day you're shuttled to the house yeah then you're woken up but you have to stay up until everyone gets home from the date which is sometimes literally until three or four o'clock in the morning then you have your date your group date the next day at like 8 a.m oh. oh my god it's just horrible oh no that so everyone's terrible. losing their shit so then everyone's super emotional because yeah. they're exhausted yes. i mean that makes sense yes. that makes sense um also just quick side note sarah is the one who's reading the she the looks card, so and pretty. she's adorable she looks so pretty adorable again we don't like see her at all every time she comes on the screen i go who's she that's what and i kept like, doing gosh who is this like and precious gray and i watched she's like this precious little angel she's like this little fairy well when she was reading me and gray were like damn who's that well, yeah i don't remember who that is and that's what i say every time she comes on the screen so just maybe peter's uh, literally wife. literally always shocked by how beautiful oh my god <laughs> who is that oh my like, god she looks different every time she does and always stunning but yeah. always different yes um so then we have oh my goodness oh my goodness 
Cheyenne is now, they're back. We're back at drinks. Cheyenne and Peter are trying to have another conversation. And poor Cheyenne gets interrupted again by Kelly. They're breaking her. They're breaking her. And I was literally standing up yelling at the TV. I was like, Cheyenne, say no. Because Kelly was like, is it okay? I'm like, no, you have to say no. Just be like, girl, can you give me like 10 minutes? Because you just uh, had a full like one-on-one with him. (laughs) Just say no. All these girls are always like, yeah, that's okay. I'm like, pull in Natasha and be like, no. That's going to be a hard (laughs) no. No, No, because then Peter followed uh you know natasha up and was like no just give us a couple couple minutes minutes. but if you're saying it's okay peter's not going to be like no sit he'll be like oh okay that's fine come on i feel very lucky i never got interrupted like prematurely oh yeah you didn't i don't know how i would handle it i wouldn't handle it well (laughs) i wouldn't disrespect um but that's (laughs) (laughs) just the blatant disrespect I am befuddled. Um, but uh, so then Kelly and Peter, this isn't when we, we talked about this yesterday, is when they have their moment talking about bumping into each other in the hallway. And that's when then she said that kind of curious phrase that makes it sound like she saw him and was like, oh, I auditioned for your season or I'm waiting to hear back or I'm on it or something, some sort of confirmation. Um, then Peter pulls his classic move. He puts her on a counter. I know. You remember Hannah? All the counter, all the counter seats, the pool table, the count. I feel like it was, there was always the sauna. It always makes me feel weird. I don't know why. Every single time I'm like, stop, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> this is going too far. <laughs> and this, this is an intimate moment. And I don't this need to also, see this, this, the, the, this counter situation didn't happen organically. He placed her on the counter. It also seemed pretty high too. It was very high. I was like, her crotch is almost in your face. Stop. <laughs> he literally, and the way he said it, it was something kind of like where he was like, uh, you know what you seem like you need? A counter? And then he like butt? placed her on the counter before he started like kissing her for a longer amount of time. I was like, she can just be sitting like how you guys were sitting. But you know what? I bet in the moment when you're not seeing that he's doing it with everyone else, it's probably very sexy. I'm like, he's lifting me up. I'm, I'm light sure. as a feather. Look at me. Now, if Look I actually watched his season, like I'm sure most of these girls did, I would be like, hmm, I know your move. And I probably would have been like, no, that's your and Hannah's move. We're going to stay here. Like, that's what I'm in this place. Every girl's <laughs> it's like, that's what we, that's what I do. Um, and then she, ba- I mean, she just basically Kelly basically got a one on one just throughout. From she the really plane did ride to the whole night. I and mean, then he comes back and he pulls that bold move. And oh my god, he says it was great to come back to the place we first met after he gives her the rose. So you think that that was... Gray agreed with me. Gray said, I don't think he has any idea what he just did fucked with those girls' brains. But think about this. Moments ago, he told her, he said, I know that you being here and having known me puts targets on your back. He said that to her. He's like, I know you being here and having known me puts targets on your back. I just want to say, I know that it's going to be tough. Don't don't, just be you. Don't pull back. And then he goes in and there and goes... Why would he want to psych out the other girls who he also likes? He maybe likes the drama a little bit. Maybe he's kind of like a little bit like Colton, and he's like, maybe he does like. Maybe he's trying to, to be like, ratings. don't fuck with her, too. Like, maybe I like you guys. Don't fuck with her because she can't help that we already met before. I don't know. I don't know, but I was like, oh shit! <laughs> it was such an oh shit moment. Oh. And then he gives her the rose, and that's a bold move. 
It's a bold move to give her the rose yeah. after saying that. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and then, oh, God. After he leaves, Deandra catches Kelly because all the girls kind of look at at Kelly afterwards and like, whoa, what was that about? And Kelly was like, yeah, you know, we did, we did actually briefly, um, we did briefly meet here. And then Deandra's like, she said that there was a, he, he said there was a spark because the phrase he oh, used yes. said spark and Kelly goes, oh, I, I didn't even, I didn't catch that. And a hundred percent she did. Of course she heard that. And Deandra's like, no, he said spark. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Pinned her down. She pinned yes. her. She's like, don't try to get out of this. No. He said spark. That was crazy. Oof, gosh. I can't wait. And then Cheyenne's crying again. <laughs> Poor Cheyenne's crying again. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Oh okay. Boy. Okay, before we now get into Madison's <laughs> one-on-one, because we have a lot to oh, say yeah, about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, we have that. <laughs> um, we know that there are a lot of business broads who listen to this podcast, and we have a sponsor that we know you will all love. Have you ever had that moment before work or dinner that you're making the decision uh, whether to make it a stylish day or a comfy day wardrobe-wise? Well, now you can have both thanks to Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pant. With Beta Brand, you never have to sacrifice comfort or function for style. Beta Brand's dress pant and yoga pants are super comfy, perfectly stretchy, and stay wrinkle-free. They're so dang cute. Mm-hmm. They have all the style of dress pants with the stretch, fit, and feel of yoga pants. You can choose from dozens of colors, patterns, cuts, and styles. From boot cut to straight leg, skinny, cropped, more. They even have a pair with eight, yes, eight pockets for all of your pens and calculators and money and other boss bitch things. (laughs) All the money. And now they also (laughs) offer premium denim with the same flexibility and comfort as yoga pants. I have a pair of their dress pant and yoga pants. They're the straight leg, black, high-waisted ones. They're just so comfortable. They make my butt look great. And I just really like them. Yes, I love, mind you, I have the six-button ones. Yeah, that's what what I have. They're so cute. And they make them look even less like a yoga pant with those buttons on them. Mm -hmm. Um, They're super classy and chic looking. Looks nothing like yoga pants and feels everything like them right now our listeners can get 20 percent off their first order when you go to betabrand.com slash chatty that's b-e-t-a-b-r-a-n-d.com slash chatty that's 20 percent off your first order at betabrand.com slash chatty millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work go to beta whoa go to betabrand.com slash chatty for 20 percent off <laughs> I'm just too excited to talk about Madison's date. in the Matrix. Exactly. Oh, Madison. Okay, so this one-on-one date. Can I first ask you, like, how do you feel about Madison? Um, you know what? I've... I like her. I think she's... I think she seems sweet. I think she seems very straightforward. I don't feel like we're going to have drama with her. I feel like she's probably, like... Maybe some of the girls, if they don't like her in the house, it might just be because Pete really likes her. Um, I don't know. She seems cool. She seems nice enough. Yeah, she I seems I cool. I don't think yeah. she's. I don't think there's anything really particularly now, shady about her. I'm not like, oh my god, I'm this no, huge no, no, Madison fan just because we're not like Madison stands or anything. No, it's just kind of like, yeah, she seems really cool. She seems down to earth. She seems like a good fit for Pete and his family. Yeah, you know. I wouldn't be surprised, like I said, if she was the final choice or at least in the top three. We'll um, see. We'll see. But, you know, you never know. She was Do looking you feel, insane. I, I feel like 
maybe I'm totally off base here, but I don't, I don't feel like I see crazy chemistry between them. Really? Oh, okay. So I wasn't seeing insane chemistry, and then I felt like this after uh, their dinner, like during the dinner okay. and after, I felt like the chemistry okay. got pretty all intense. Right, all right. Well, first of all, Barb gets to have her bachelor moment. <laughs> okay. This is the bachelor moment okay. she has been waiting for. So when he's driving in his Mercedes with her, and she knows that this is his car because, of course, she's seen the, the season yeah. before Hannah's season. And then she pulls up and she recognizes his house. Please, we yeah. recognize it. You know that she's just thinking, I'm going to meet his family. Yeah, that's what I thought. And they walk into a vow renewal ceremony. Yep. After 31 years of marriage. Yep. 31, not 31. 30. No. 31. Because Barb wanted that vow renewal. Year? The year of the bachelor. That's why the year of the bachelor. I, By the way, their anniversary is probably nowhere near. Like, don't people normally do a vow renewal like for their anniversary? Yeah, typically. Yeah, no, they, no. Th- <laughs> this was this was the <laughs> moment. That's like four months off. This was the her moment. This uh-huh. was her moment. And you know what? Damn it, Barb! If this is the moment you wanted, I am so glad. Now, I sure hope that you didn't feel pressured into this, Barb. I hope this is the moment that you, Are you wanted. Kidding me, Jess? She probably had this. She's, I have an idea. I've been wanting to renew our vows. Probably, probably. If I was Madison, I would feel. <laughs> so uncomfortable becca oh i wouldn't because i'd be like this is a move he's taking me to his parents vow renewal but like does he have i don't know but that's what i would be thinking i would be like i'd be like now i already met his family i'm about to flex on these hoes i would just be like i would now i would be super into this date if him and i knew each other at all but Mm -hmm. i met him 24 less than 24 hours ago what fun you know like on a first date you want to be able to have like fun commentary and like a fun experience to share together right like what are you gonna be like your mom looks really pretty like what are you gonna say to each other throughout that that's what yeah it's just kind of like i don't know like uh, and then also you're like the pressure of having to impress all these people who are in his family extended family and friends and like talk to the grandparents for however long and be a certain way and then like, yeah, like so who are you and they're like well i i'm one of <laughs> 22 women he's dating right now hours. and the the craziest part of this and this was what had me in tears laughing is that it's like okay so pete has the pressure already of being the bachelor and entertaining her and he also has to officiate the wedding oh my god i know so he's now so tired he's having to remember all these girls names entertain all these women bounce from drama to drama and then he he literally did you see him run up on stage he's like in the middle of like a baton like he is in the middle of a marathon right now he is jumping from situation to situation Wait, i bet he's used to and and on top of it all his sleep de- deprivation which is way worse than any of the women yes but he knows how to handle situations. He's a, a commercial pilot. That's you know? true. That's true. He can handle He's a lot on top of, sleep. of this. He can handle a lot of pressure. I, I just literally like the idea of him running onto the stage to officiate the wedding. And I just wanted him like, to why start his brother do it or Chris Harrison or something. You know, like someone let him just sit by Madison and chill and enjoy his parents vow renewal thing <laughs> for a moment. I was just dying th- like thinking about him starting it being like today my parents knew their vows in front of loving family and friends and Madison, a woman I met briefly 24 <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just wild. I don't know to her me. last name. In fact, half of the time I don't remember what her name is. I have no idea who oh, she boy. is. I'm now I'm wondering, I'm like, are the Webbers gonna have a reality TV spin-off of their family oh. after this? I feel like that we're working into this. Smart. Especially if he chooses if he marries one of the girls and it's like the Webbers. Keeping up with the Webbers. Mm-hmm. Mm. What's up with the Webbers? I'd watch their family on TV. What's up with the Webbers? I love it. I love it. it. Yeah, because then Jack's dating people, and of course his mom is like crying about something, and like Mm -hmm. they're speaking in Spanish, and like Mm -hmm. yeah, oh yeah, good. It would be good, right? Get the game. Oh, we see at one point, you know, Madison's bopping around, and then Barbara shoves cake into Madison's mouth, like they're getting married. (laughs) She just smashes it on her face. I was like, isn't like the cake in the mouth shoving tradition between husband and wife? Like Barbara is shoving it into Madison's mouth. I wanted to have a moment with her. I just would be in the most surreal, tripped out moment if I was Madison. I would, that you know that buzzing feeling when you're like stressed and like everything's happening too fast. When I was watching this, I just felt that buzzing. It's way better though than his parents being like, you know, there's some parents where they're like a little bit standoffish. Yes, like, of course, of course. So, you know, at least, you know, like his mom's probably going to fall in love with you in a matter oh, no. of 30 minutes. I My thing is, it's like, I would love to have met if I would have loved if I was in Madison's shoes to have met his family because it'd be like, oh, I'm going to make your parents yeah. fall in love with me. And I also have a major leg up on the competition right now because I know you love your family and you care about what they say. It's just, um, it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's overwhelming. For, a, for the first, first one-on-one date. date. That's, it's crazy to me. Well, okay. So let's get to their, their private moments. And she catches the bouquet, by the way. Oh, yes. Yeah, which is that. the most, it was the most staged thing I've ever seen. They like put her everyone, in Everyone like, and everyone you don't like even scooted see, to the side. Well, you didn't even see Barbara throw it. You just see a bouquet come into the, into frame and she catches uh. it. <laughs> um, okay. So their one-on-one moments. Um, that, okay. So I have to make the the confirmation that Madison is the one who said I've always wanted to marry someone like my dad and Madison's dad looks just like Peter yes did you get a photo of him yet yes I will put it up somewhere just text it to me okay I don't care if everyone else gets okay. it. <laughs> just kidding um yeah which is like I I don't know why, because like I, I really love my dad and I'd want to be with someone like my dad. It's just always kind of a weird thing for me to say to a partner. Yes. I don't you feel that way. I feel, yes, I, I, I do. I, I, I don't think I would want to say it out loud. I don't think I'd want to say it on a first date. I, I don't think I'd want to say it out. Yeah. No, I, I posted a, uh, a video of my dad on Instagram and a bunch of people commented on it and said that Evan and my dad look a lot alike. And how did that make you feel? It made me feel, I mean, not, I don't want to say this to say to the people, like it was sweet. It, people were saying like, oh my God, it's sweet. Like they, you know, whatever. And then I'm kind of like, oh my God, maybe they do a little bit. And then I felt a little weird about it. And I was like, oh my God, did I marry someone that looked exactly like my dad? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And then I started to look at Evan differently and I was like, oh God, I mean, is I this get, weird? I, it's really not that I mean it's it's not that weird but it's just something I wouldn't personally say I wouldn't say it out loud no I think I'd be like you know my dad was always a really compassionate partner and a really present father and I'd like to find somebody 
who is like that. Yes, that's a beautiful way to put it. <laughs> it's like, I want my dad 2.0. I want my husband to be as much like my dad I, as possible. If I could clone my dad, I'd marry the clone. When I look into <laughs> your eyes, Peter, I want to think about my dad. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but Peter's clearly turned on by this. He was like super into this so intimate. I'll be whoever's dad you want me to be. <laughs> But you caught that, right? Yeah. You caught that he was like, he was like, <gasps> I mean, we didn't bring it up. Uh, we didn't bring it up in yesterday's episode, but when, with the grandma's letter, she's like, I'm really close to my grandma. He's like, I can't tell you how much that means. To and it was, a, and he said it in like a, se- like a, a sexual way. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so into it. <laughs> and Madison hits the cliche too. Like, I didn't expect to feel this way so fast it's gonna be hard seeing you with the other women it was a yeah it was a longer conversation it was all a lot of like cliche conversation but i do feel like i could see them together i I feel like she's kind of um she seems like she has a lot of energy but i feel like when she's around peter she seems like pretty like if it seems like he calms her down almost who did i say was gonna win alaya alaya Mm -hmm. they're close second in my book yeah i I don't know with madison I i don't know why i don't see it I'm not sure why. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Well, Peter, but here's what I did see. Peter was like, I can see your heart already. And I think he is going to legitimately fall in love with like six of the women. (laughs) Because he's going to fall in love with the top 10. Like, actually, I think he's just not going to know what to do. He is going to fall in love. I think he's not. Why do you think his mom is saying that? (laughs) Don't. What What did she say? Don't Don't take her from us. No, no, no. She said, I can't think of it. Oh no, don't take her. Don't leave. Don't, don't take let, her. Don't let her go. Don't let her go. Don't let her go. She said, don't let her go. Don't let her and go. Then but, she then, said, but then she said, bring her to, to back you, to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like, bring her back to us. It's like a war cry. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like Give falling into body. her husband's <laughs> arms too. And she's like, <laughs> like, don't let her go. I'm so rot with grief. I'm itching. <laughs> I can't wait. Honestly, fuck, fuck the fence. Fuck the fence jump. I didn't even really care about the, I mean, I didn't care about the fence jump. What am I, who am I kidding? I really cared, but I don't care half as much. <laughs> I need to see that scene. I am dying to see that scene. If I could fast forward time, I would. I must see it. <laughs> I'm dying for it. Bring her back to it. Like falling over. Fuck, fuck uh, fence gate. Fuck windmill <laughs> gate. Barbara, Barbara gate. gate. Give us Barbara gate. <laughs> we must know. I want to know who she's talking about. I want to know. I need to know. And also, this you is think it's about a girl he already sent home. And they're like at family, like the family meetings. Well, this is what I was thinking. And I was getting stressed out and then watching. So we'll talk about it in a sec. But like, then they're ha- they have the musical guest, and then all the family shows up again. Oh, okay. It's a full party. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get to that. <laughs> all I was thinking about is like this feels like a lot of pressure, an unfair pressure for Peter too, because his family is only going to meet certain women, yeah, and they're going to get attached to certain women, yeah. and they're going to have opinions, yeah, and 
this is gonna this is a lot of stress. It's a lot of pressure for Peter because you're gonna have the barber gate where maybe he likes one girl a little more than the other, but his parents maybe don't know her as well or don't like her as much, and they're like, "Don't take her away from us," because he's gonna send someone home that they love. I think that they're gonna incorporate the family a lot more before the like ev- they will know all of the girls. Yes, but <laughs> I I think one hundred percent. There's no way they're gonna hold back with Barbara and what's his name like Jim or something. Yeah, There's no way they're going to hold back Peter's parents until like the final two or three or what? two final two. There's no way in hell. What if every single one-on-one date has his family involved somehow? They're like the waiters in Italy <laughs> coming in with the pizza. <laughs> they're talking. And Jim or whatever has a, a fake mustache on top of his mustache to disguise himself. They're just like, uh, I still recognize you. Bonjour. They're like, what? Surprise. It was me the whole time. Rips off fake mustache. Barbara's like the bartender in a costume, like listening yeah. to the girls while they're talking a lot, you know, inside everyone's, the mansion. Everyone's just like, we do know that it's you, Barbara. They're in bush costumes, standing around the trees <laughs> during like a winter one on one date or something. All the girls know that they're the fake plants in the mansion, but like everyone just like doesn't really address it because it's just like, well, you know, Barbara and Jim in the corner. They've been there for two weeks. Is, is like they're giving up any time to Oh my God. 100% we will see them more in the like next three weeks, probably at least two more times. Yeah, no, it's true. Oh boy. Or else it wouldn't be fair. So, okay, so they do, they bring in the surprise I'm not, musical oh, performance. Oh, which, which is, you know, as if the nightmare couldn't get worse. <laughs> we always talk about how horrible these like one on ones with the private I, concert is. I do have to say, one, it doesn't happen very often. Now, the, every once in a while it's romantic. Yeah, and there was the one romantic one with, um, Tyler, was it Tyler? Tyler and Hannah. That one was really romantic. Yes. And until the family showed up, this girl, Tennille Arts, she was fantastic. There was a lot of people there. They were like they, they were a full band. It was not a like full a one band. On one guitar the setting, solo. the setting was stunning. It was like this empty concert hall. Yeah. It was smaller. Yeah. I thought it was really romantic. Or it didn't have a whole crowd watching you dance. Right. Yeah. It felt re- really intimate to me. And they were like rubbing. Did you see them like rubbing noses before they were? Ki- it was very to me. I was like, that's when I was feeling the chemistry. I was like, oh shit, this is getting kind of. Well, then his steamy. whole family rolled in. <laughs> this- they're like. You make me want to shout, do some heels up and shout. You know, I was, I was preparing for all these like reception songs, you know, <laughs> literally suddenly the cha-cha slide breaks out no, and the whole family comes this, out. This Tennille arts girl or whatever is like doing this whole slow romantic song. And then she's like, are you ready to like kick it up? And Audrey said something like that. And the whole <laughs> family piles in. I was like, it's Peter's wet dream. It's like everyone I love. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was like. Oh God, it was a lot. It was so much. She had double family. She had maybe an hour alone with Peter. I think, I think, I think Madison could be the next bachelorette. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I could totally see that too. I could see her being the final two and being mm-hmm. crushed and him not choosing her. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely has like bachelorette energy. Uh huh. She's, classic bachelorette energy for she, sure. She's very like classic lady, you not any, too shy, yeah. but doesn't seem like she's going to cause a lot of drama in the house. I don't think. You, you seen know. any early bachelorette con- uh, contenders? 
Madison was, I thought that watching this episode actually is, is Madison really stood out as a bachelorette pick for me. I, as a realistic bachelor, pick, yeah, bachelorette pick. I, uh, until Hannah Ann interrupted three times, <laughs> I thought maybe Hannah Ann. If McKenna, now in my opinion, in this episode, uh, earlier on when McKenna was throwing the planes in and all that, I don't you know, know how people, how the world is feeling about her. But just from, I mean, you and I were like, oh, everyone's going to fall in love with McKenna. I could see her being the next Bachelorette if the, the tables. Don't you think they already kind of did that with like Hannah though? Like Hannah was mean? kind of like the, Hannah Alabama was kind of like the quirky off the cuff decision. No, I'm saying like if McKenna, if after just this first episode, if McKenna, like if America's charmed by her, which I could see happening. I know, but I'm saying like, I think that Hannah Alabama was sort of like out of left field pick. And I mm. still feel like even if America really liked McKenna, I still think she'd be kind of like that quirky out of left field pick. Well, I think they're going to resort back to a classic bachelorette choice. Okay. Okay. Is my prediction. Yeah. I mean, I guess we've already had the, the wine drinking, funny Canadian. dancing Canadian. Yeah. That's so, been done. So, but you know, but, the like you said, the troops, repeat, everything yep. comes back around. Yep. Maybe they want another one round two, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was just too much family. God bless, but too much family. Well, now we get to the next group date. So who got left out of this next group? So date? back at the mansion, we, they bring in the date card and I believe that it is all of them will have gotten dates now, except for Sarah. Okay. Uh, Lexi. Get a one on one next week. Okay, so Sarah, Lexi, Lexi, and Kiara. Okay, I think I could okay. be wrong because there's so many, so I don't know if I'm missing. But like, I'm pretty sure Sarah, Lexi, and Kiara were the ones who were not called. Okay, okay. Before we get into um into oh gosh the next group date and yeah we got this is, this the is, shift that that took. Oh my this god, this deserves a whole this, a whole this, segment to itself. This needs so. a segment. Um, so hey, it's 2020, a new year, and a lot of people are making plans for the next year or doing a little bit of manifesting maybe. How will your career advance, your relationship change? What about your fertility and timeline for having kids? And speaking of fertility, remember sex ed? We learned to prevent pregnancy at all costs. We have all the tools to prevent pregnancy, but when it comes to planning ahead for it, it is a mystery. Um, it's time for fertility education. So let's talk about modern fertility. So this is why Modern Fertility was created. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a sim simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. It's pretty quick. Yes, that quickly and you'll get insight into how many eggs you have, your hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags. The results go in-depth into what every hormone means and you can also talk one-on-one -on -one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. They're really wonderful at Modern Fertility. Yeah, they're great. And I've I've had some friends who have gotten testing like this done through traditional methods, and I was shocked at how expensive it can be. Um, and it's something that's super necessary to do for a lot of people. So traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility only costs $159 to get the same information. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty, you can get $20 off your test. Um, also, if you have an HSA or FSA, you can use those dollars on modern fertility. Um, if you want kids today or maybe one day, you need information to make the decision that's best for you. 
Yeah, you can take it. You don't even have to be actively trying to no. conceive right now. No. This can be for people who want to know about their future options. Right, exactly. If you and even if you're like super young, it's nice to know like, hey, if you have any uh, reproductive rev- red flags Hormone in the issues. future, right? It's great. It's yeah. awesome. And like Jess said, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners twenty dollars off the test when you go to modernfertility.com/chatty. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or potentially thousands of dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That's modernfertility.com slash chatty. And speaking of fertility, I am sorry, B, that you're are not able to join in my regular rosé habits during Alas. the bachelor viewings. You will be missed. Alas. Thankfully, I have something to make me feel better in my loneliness. It's First Leaf Wine Club. We love, 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 love First Leaf Wine Club over here. Saving money on award-winning wine you're guaranteed to love has never been easier with First Leaf. Unlike other wine clubs that guess about your favorite wines, First Leaf uses your feedback and ratings to curate wine selections personalized to your unique tastes. It's so easy to find your perfect wine or or wines with First Leaf. I got started by taking the First Leaf wine quiz last year to assess my exact wine drinking preferences. From sweetness to wine styles to even how adventurous I am, they learned all about what I like. And then First Leaf created an introductory six pack of wine for me for just $29.95. Seriously, an introductory six pack of wine for $29.95. These wines normally go for at least 20 bucks a piece. They're high quality, seriously. And when my bottles arrived, I tasted and rated them online. First Leaf took my ratings, selected unique wines based on my tastes for my next shipment. First Leaf actually sends out more than 17,000 unique shipments of wine every month uh, because everyone's tastes are so different. I've found so many new wines that I love through First Leaf, which is one of my most favorite parts about it. I feel very fancy. It's fantastic. Um, Also, First Leaf is so confident in the quality of their wine. They even have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not feeling a particular bottle of wine, First Leaf will cover it completely. And today, the broads can get the same deal First Leaf gave us. Sign up with our link and you'll get an exclusive intro offer. Six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. Okay, so here we have the group date and... One of the trippiest things to me at the beginning of this was that Pete like had no idea what it was going into it. Yeah. And he said that he had had like, uh, or he was asking a friend to kind of curate it for him, which I mean, is that just being, is that forced by production? Do you think? Yes. Okay. What? You think he's going to ask Hannah to curate a group date? I just didn't. He just seems like such a sweet guy that I could imagine him when he saw her the other night kind of being like, it would kind of be fun if like you did that. Okay. No. This was 100% set up. I mean, I think it has Girl, to be. When Hannah and the windmill were like that silhouette on stage, I was dying. I was dying. She's like, the beast is back, bitches. I was like, Hannah, shut. Just stop. Listen, last year, do, during the entire um, Hannah Brown season, Becca and I ad- loved her. I mean, I feel like the entire season we were just like Hannah, Hannah the whole time. And we were 
We were. I felt that way up until the last couple episodes. You started to kind of go. Last well, few episodes, I, I, I loved. Was like, eh. I loved the whole time, but specifically during Colton season. About halfway through Colton season, you and I were like, "We hope it's Hannah. We hope it's Hannah." Yeah, we were Team Hannah we were Brown for her. I did not like that she came back on this. And I did not like like, the interaction. I did not like the interaction between her and Pete. And I really hope that she does not stay. I felt like this was super uncomfortable. Okay, wait, first let's talk about when she comes out on the stage and she does this whole like spiel thing about like the four times thing. I felt like, and again, I understand that producers are coming in and being like, you should say this and that, but the way in which the story was told and it was kind of like, the details. Did you see, did you see when on her Instagram story, she went, she was at the Grove and like, she was like, I didn't go out of my way to see this. I was just casually trying to have dinner and she ran into the windmill. But it was oh, like, no, this, I didn't it was like this that. whole story series about her with the wind interacting with the windmill. And well, and then like, she posted on her Instagram yesterday, like in support of Pete and like used the word bud. And it just felt, I don't know. I, I just, I think her coming on the stage, she knows she came off of, Colton season and then her season and then winning dancing with the stars. This is going to be so intimidating for all these girls for her to be there. And she likes it. Then she was saying, I I agree. And I it seemed that way by the way that she was very much like, um, talking about how many times that she's like, and then once not twice. And she was being kind of like with that smirk on her face. Yeah. I fucked him first. Yeah, it felt very like she was like peeing on him to like be like, this was my my territory first. Yeah, I agree. And it felt icky to me. Which I want to take a side note to say T, because I know someone that fucked in the fantasy suite, not once, not twice, not four times, but eight times. (gasps) And I can't say which season or anything like that. But confirmed eight times. Eight So times? fuck you, Hannah and Peter. <laughs> you guys are weak sauce. That's some lame-ass eight shit. Ta- Four times. Eight times. Eight times. Wow, that is shocking. I mean, they were shocking. getting it on like rabbits back and forth the whole night, all night long. That is shocking. That's a lot of stamina. Yep. I'll be sleeping my face off. But yeah, so that this whole thing—I just find, found it so funny as they keep talking about this whole four times thing. That you're like, like in the back of your mind, you're like four times children, child's play, exactly. Turns out Becca's talking about herself. She she broke back in, <laughs> yeah, didn't film it, and she was just like, "Hey," and it wasn't even Ari's season. It's a whole different season. <laughs> just me and Grayson in a windmill in some other country. Like, um, you're like, we're in I heard, I know someone who did it eight times. but also like when you're first dating someone like like if you're together for 24 hours especially the first time like alone like i don't know why they're making such a big deal about fucking four times i think that yeah i don't know either but i think a lot of it probably has to do with the fact that i mean hannah did talk about in her season that like she had had sex she told colton that she had had sex with one person and then she was sad about probably sucked she and she was she was sad about that because she had wanted right. to not, and so then probably for her that this was a lot, and yes. I and I and that's the thing I respect that and I get that it was just the attitude. Well, yeah, I mean and we supported the sex positivity, the whole the like yeah. in her growing through this whole thing, the entire Hannah B season. I just felt like this this move made me feel uncomfortable, and I felt like there was, I don't know, it just it just it it felt. 
like it was like super un- it felt like gloating it was super it seemed super uncomfortable for all the women you know there's potentially his wife is standing there and like i don't th- i mean whatever like everyone has sex I so know. i'm not if, even saying if, that if, it's if just like i was him if if i was the bachelorette and if if i not if i was the bachelor yeah if i was the bachelorette and i got the bachelor prior to this like the guy that i wait now i'm getting even confused yes. with her season she didn't If choose, I was a bachelorette yeah. and the former bachelor had dumped me and that's why I became the bachelorette. Yes. And he came on. Yes. In front of all my new guys. Yes. Talking about us fucking in any kind of fashion. I would feel very uncomfortable. Yes. Because I'd be like, these are the new girls I'm having connections with. You are irrelevant because we are over right. and you dumped me and you coming in and sort of staking right. claim and making it clear to all these guys that you fucked me. I would not like that. No, and that's why when I say future wife, I'm thinking of Sweetie Petey with like all of his romance. I'm thinking he's maybe thinking my wife is here. So that's more but uncomfortable. Like you, you gotta imagine as like, I mean, and then of course we're jumping ahead to her, him and Hannah's conversation. You gotta imagine as one of the girls in the room being like, what the fuck? Like, I'd be, I'd be like tweaked. Me I, too, I would be, I'd be like, what? And he's like, cool with this of him, her just coming on and talking. Like, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, I know it's the bachelor and I know it's produced and mm-hmm. kitschy and dumb. But I'd still be like, why is she here talking about you guys banging four times? And like I said, it wasn't like she went up. It wasn't like she was on stage and she was telling the story and being like, well, and then you all know what happened. Totally. It was very, she took her time. She really rubbed it in. And it was, and then, and then she got off the stage and she had the girls like in a circle and she was telling them that the more confident they are in their sexuality, the more confident they can be in relationships. And she was kind of like lecturing them a little bit. That's that's what I'm saying. My thing is, it's like, Hey, if you're going to sit and tell these girls, and if you're going to like talk to these girls about like, um, what it's like to be in the position of the bachelorette or on the show, be like it was just, or just be like, it was really hard for me to like accept my sexuality. And I've come a long way. Right. It's super different. If you're like coaching them through that, like, listen, (laughs) when you, you know, it was just kind of like, Oh God, I don't know. It just bummed me out because especially when she showed up earlier and I was having that moment of like, I thought she was going to try to stay. And then she had that sweet moment of like, you're going to be great. And then I got emotional. I was like, yeah, Hannah, you go girl. And I had like this, this sweet moment with them and I was loving on Hannah. And then this happened. I was like, oh, this bums me out. And then she's crying alone in the room. Mm-hmm. Then she's crying alone in the room. She's asked the girls to uh, tell a personal story about sex or a fantasy. Which... I don't know. I I just, it just feels, it just feels strange to me again, because of last season and she was really coming into her own. And And that would have been really uncomfortable. That would have been, I think really uncomfortable for her at the beginning. And I feel like she then got to a point with Luke where she stood up and she was like, fuck you. I'm my own person. And that was a really beautiful conquering moment for her. But to, well, let's even talk about Colton's season about Kaylin being sexually assaulted. What about if one of these fucking girls has been sexually assaulted, doesn't feel like talking about yeah. it on the show, which yeah. I completely understand. And then is like, let's t- talk about a story about sex in mm-hmm. front of an audience or a fantasy. And it's like, yeah, I, I, it made me, the whole thing made me feel really weird. But the way that she, I see what you're saying, the way she was like putting it on them, like now you're going to go do it since yeah, I it's can. Like, and my thing is, it's like kind of like girlfriend, like you have to remember how you would have felt in this position when before the season started, 
you hadn't really been super sexually active and you know, you came into your own throughout the season and you're just kind of like talk about a sex. I I don't. Yeah. I just think she thinks she's really hot shit. Yeah. And then I'm not sure why she's here. I think she has also, I don't think she had any intention of going back on the show. Mm hmm. Like, I don't think she had any intention of going back on Pete's season. And well, like, like we had talked about before, she's filming for Dancing with the Stars yes. when this was filmed. Yes. So, like, she's not going to go back on the show. And what? I don't think she's going to, like, commit. I don't think she's going to get engaged to Peter. So why the fuck are you here? It's, again, another one of those things, like, when yesterday we're talking about the roles being reversed, like, gender-wise, that I think that if it would be different, um, the audience might be in this situation might be like, Oh my God, are Hannah and Pete going to work out? But I feel like if it was a bachelor that turned down someone and then tried to get with the second person, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like how with the, 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 the three, how Pete was the third and then how Hannah tried to, after she chose Jed, that didn't work out. Then she tried to connect with Tyler and now she's coming on. If the roles were reversed and it was a bachelor who was coming on and being was like ben Higgins, third choice. You remember <laughs> no but yeah if if, yeah. if then all of a sudden he shows he's up showing up on her season and being like we and t- telling like, the sex story douche. and then he's like no but i do think i want to be and be like dude get this guy out of here like no <laughs> he's had off. his shot no like, yeah you, it'd be like it'd be like this girl deserves way more he didn't choose you and he, he didn't even choose you second no get out of here in fact it would probably be a moment where she would maybe tell him off and be like i wasn't your fr- who's Whose season was someone that was like their tagline recently of like, I want to be someone's first choice or something like that. Yeah. I feel like that's something from recently, but yeah, that would was be it like Hannah. I don't know, but that would be like someone's tag. Yeah. <laughs> was it Hannah? I think that's the irony. I think Hannah had some she tagline. Had something kind of like, I, like, I want to be chosen every day. I yeah. want someone to love me. I want someone to love me fiercely and choose me every day. And I deserve that. And now she's going to go and try to get back with her third choice while he's in the middle of having this, as she knows more than anyone, this really intense, hard experience. And she knows what it's like for someone to fuck with her feelings on Mm -hmm. that shit. It's not fair. I was really tweaked out watching it. And I'm, I mean, I don't know. It's not fair to all the girls either. No, she, he was her. Yeah. It's not fair. Your ship sailed. I get that you probably want the more Instagram followers from coming back see, on the season. See, here's my thing. I don't think any of this is about gaining followers. I don't think it's at actually all. that. But I think like, she's like genuinely. But it's also like, like, why are you back showing up on his season? And yeah. you have no intentions of coming back on the show. And you are currently filming for Dancing with the Stars. And you have other shit going on in your life I right now. genuinely think this is called selfish heartbreak. This, I think Ooh, that's what this is because she wants he she doesn't want him to forget about her. Yes, she got she chose Jed. Jed fucked her over, and it was horrible what he did. But then she's like, okay, well, I'm still interested in Tyler. And then Tyler didn't choose her; he chose Gigi Hadid at the moment, right? So now maybe she's feeling, even though she's having all these yeah, wins. Remember, yeah, that's true. He did choose Gigi because remember she was like, I find it disrespectful or, mm-hmm. or or whatever that he would turn around and be seen with Gigi. You're so right. So it's like she's in this situation where even though she's having all these wins, she's maybe feeling insecure she, romantically. She also, so let's talk about their actual conversation because she turned that shit back around on Peter. I don't know if you realized. And she said, well, Pete, well, Tyler was reaching out. It was dead silence from you. Yeah, of course it was fucking dead silence because you sent him home as the third pick. Of course. Why the fuck would he be reaching out? No, in fact, I think if anything like that was nice that he wasn't like hounding her. 
And I think Tyler but she like blamed that on him. I she know, was like, I know. Tyler was reaching out to me. You there was radio silence on your end. I'm like, I don't think the ball's in his court. To no, and that's you. and by the way, it's just a very it's just two different personalities. Tyler's wired differently than yeah. Peter. And that, and what Tyler did, great. That was good for Tyler. I but, also don't but think Pete, I don't think Tyler was heartbroken like Pete was. No. And by the all. way, and by the way, more tea is we heard from um some sources who know Peter and have interacted with him since that they were very, they like, they know how the bachelor can be and that like you get caught up and then you're sad, but then you move on. And he was actually pretty beat up about it. We heard that he literally, he was like devoted. Like he was super into Hannah and he was really, really, really hurt when, when it ended. (sighs) Yeah. And then she decides to throw in the info of what, like, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to be the final two. What the yeah. fuck was that about? So my thing is kind of like when then all of a sudden you're seeing Pete and I'm my heart is literally like snapping into watching this because I feel like I'm thinking about like myself. I'm putting myself in this yeah. situation and going like, oh, my God, if I like when Evan broke up with me, if then all of a sudden I started to date somebody and then he came back in and was kind of like, you but like I still might be I still might like want to be with you I don't know I don't know and I'm like yeah but you you started dating someone else and you didn't choose me and what what am I supposed to do and it's like this playing with and then all of a sudden you're watching Pete start and he literally said I thought that I was over this but like now seeing you I I don't know and he's like tripping out I mean also let's just talk about for a second like what if Tyler hadn't rejected her and had been down with it would she just be down with that relationship right and wouldn't have given Pete a second thought well and then she makes the comment that she was like, Pete, I don't, Pete was saying, he's like, Hannah, I was positive. Like I was like, not beyond a shadow of a doubt that like, it was going to be you and me. And then she was like, I was positive too. Like I, I knew at the end, I knew it was going to be you and Jed. And then you see Pete go, wait, Jed. And he's like tripped out. Cause he was thinking she was going to say maybe her, him and Tyler. And he seemed thrown off by that, which was, well, and the funny thing is, is she didn't even say, I thought it was going to be you in the end. Like she said, I thought the final two was going to be you and Jed, which still insinuates that she would have picked Jed. Right. Because she picked Jed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So she still would have, what is she saying? I thought I would have taken you one week further before dumping you. Oh yeah. Cause she, then she said like, I thought you were going to meet my parents. It's like, and, and so I was supposed to meet your parents and then you were going to pick someone else still. And then, and then hearing the from fuck? his perspective, how he was saying that he wanted so badly to be with her yeah. again. And he was sitting with his whole family yeah. watching. And then when she live yeah. asked Tyler out, his heart broke. I mean, I yeah. felt my stuff. I felt sick. Cause he said, he told his family, like I would hundred percent be up for it. If she, she doesn't give a fuck about him. Like in, in the sense of like this, I was not on her mind in the, in that time. I think that she probably does care about him, but in a way of like, yeah, when you date somebody and you like him, but like you need to let them go. It's like this. She didn't give him a second thought. I guarantee uh, in that time after Jed broke up with her and when she was kind of sleeping with Tyler and when dancing with the stars started. No, when he started filming the bachelor, and he got picked for The Bachelor. That's when your brain, which is a normal thing, that's when your brain starts going like. And listen, I can completely understand why she would feel that way. I would imagine most people would feel that way. But it's the difference of being like, okay, I see him. I'm feeling and weird I'm not going to like fuck up their new happiness. But I'm not going to like cut, like start this like stir week one for him. No. And, and no. 
Yeah. Like, and I've had exes where I've had that feeling after they start dating someone yeah. new, but what you're going to be, like you said, make the selfish choice and then reappear and be like, Hey, I know oh. you're dating someone new and you're happy, but yeah, if you really love someone, you have to let them go. And like, he, and she already let him go. And that's, she already Once let over, him go. Twice over. And the thing is like, girlfriend, if you believe that he is like maybe the one for you, what you have to trust is the fact that like, this won't work out for him. And then you guys can maybe reconnect or in the future. if he's the one for you come and be like, like I am down to give this my all right now, which is not even what happened. No, she did this whole, like the whole sex thing in front of all the girls and then is having them do this. And then she's in the dressing room bawling and she's not saying like, can I please be on? He says he offers it to her and she like walks was, I don't know. I don't know. It's And it's like, no, it just, just put your foot in one camp or another. You don't actually want to be with him. So like, why are you still here? No, you're just having all these feelings because this is a stressful, weird so situation. process that with your friends and family, not don't with put this him guy in that situation. who's already in a rough situation. And you, you already broke his heart already. I'm with you. <sighs> well, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, I'm assuming she's going to go because, because of Dancing with the Stars. I don't know how that, how this would work. Right. Unless she's just allowed to come pop in every once in a while. I don't know. I don't know what she doesn't want to actually get engaged to him. I'm assuming because of her post yesterday where she said, hope it's it's all going to work out for you, bud, that like they're not. She did not try it. I don't think she she wants. I don't think she wants to stay. Well, we see next week the preview of them flirting. And that's the scene that we got before where he's like, oh, Hannah Brown. And they're like leaning into each other. And I bet then she's like considering it. You think it's like just one more date? Because she also doesn't have mascara running all down her face. Maybe. And I can't remember if they have different dresses on or she has different dresses. I don't think she has a different dress. on. I think it's the same dress, but definitely her mascara is fixed. I don't know. But then we're seeing the girls. Also, stop taking time away from the ladies who are actually there. I know. I feel bad for all these women. Meanwhile, yeah, they're probably sitting there for like an hour and a half. And the girls are like, like, uh, hello. They're just getting more time to write their sex stories. (laughs) (laughs) Like, good. I needed more time. My God. This is a lot of pressure. And but we see the next week that everyone's literally it's just all sobbing. And girls are slamming things, being like, if she's coming here, I'm out. Which, by the way. If Hannah Brown, if yeah. I were to be on Pete's season and he said Hannah's coming in and she's coming back into the house, I'd leave. I might consider that as well. I'd be like, I can't do this. This is this feels like a circus to me. I'd be like, game on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I just honestly probably wouldn't want to deal with the level of flexing that was going to start happening. I feel like I don't think I could emotionally handle the constant like, well, Pete's this way because she's known him and like being the bachelorette. I I don't, I don't think I could handle it. Oh my God. I don't think I could handle it. Oh my God. Stress. Also just like, I don't know how I would feel from perspective of dating Peter. Yeah. I would feel like, like, why does he have her back here again? Even though I, and honestly, like imagine being the girl that he picks and you're watching this shit back. This is yeah brutal luckily it's happening early in the season it would be way more like heartbreaking for the girl i feel like halfway through when feelings are yeah but gosh well i am chomping right. at the i am chomping at the bits for next monday because i, I have to know so far so good 
No complaints. I'm excited. No complaints. All right, broads. Thanks for uh, letting us extend this. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in this week. So again, we're not going to have another episode tomorrow. These are our two episodes for the week. And then starting next week, we're going to have our Tuesday recap. Back to our regularly scheduled our Thursday non-batch episode. Unless we just got another <laughs> four-hour special next week, in which case this is going to be just bachelor content for the next however many months for the rest of eternity oh boy (laughs) well all right broads love ya chat soon chat soon